0: It's 4 p.m. on the nose in eastern time, 3 p.m. central time. Moen, how was your weekend?
1: Solid, DK. Real solid, man. Uh, Even better starting on time today. All these bets. Guess what? The house wins. The house wins today, DK. Hey,
0: guess who else won over the weekend? A few
1: a, a few winners over this past weekend. Who you got going, DK? Well, I got I got a
0: couple of guys I'm gonna mention by name here, but more than anything, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers as a whole got themselves a a big pickup. Yeah. This past Friday in Tampa. That locker room was not a normal locker room after a preseason game. Uh, they were feeling good about the way they had performed as individuals, as a
1: collective, and that's cool, you know? It, it, it is, man, especially as uh, – and I continually say they have some older players, but this team is relatively young uh, in, in the sense of they don't have much experience with adversity and trying to figure out how to win and trying to figure out or enough bodies to pull people to the finish line. So if that was the case – DK, then this team is in a good spot. And and before I hit the bell, before I hit the bell, dog, 27 points?
0: I mean, it's it's not just the number. It's I, the how. We'll talk about it. We'll talk you, about it. You, Let's you, take care you, of business first. You ready?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, hit yeah. This bell. If you're ready, I'm ready. I'm going to roll
0: with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hmm I, I, it's funny. You could just take the whole game, Steelers twenty seven, mm-hmm. Buccaneers seventeen, condense it to the first offensive drive, couldn't
1: you? You could, man. Uh, watching that game, I was excited for them. They moved the pocket, Kenny rolled, man, and and the, the stuff, the stuff that we were asking and talking about the entire time, the pressure of the O line. Um, how Kenny manages the game, the relationship between him and George Pickens, Deontay may have been the biggest surprise of them all. Though DK, is he ever a surprise? Though that's the funny thing about Deontay. <laughs> when he does well, you don't get sur- you don't you don't go. Oh my God, Deontay had a good game. Oh okay, so kind of- let, oh, let me rephrase that. The involvement of him in the offense and the stuff that he got knocked for instead of going back, because I feel like more times than not, he caught the ball and got vertical like he heard some chirps, like he heard some chirps from people like me and you and the crowd and social media. He got vertical quick. That's what I'm speaking of right there. And I think everybody's hoping and wishing that George Pickens is Kenny Pickett's number one receiver. But he went to Deontay often, DK. I'll tell you what, Deontay caught three of the passes on that
0: drive, on that 83-yard drive, to accumulate 33 of those yards. And in no instance did he run backward. In no instance did he drop the ball. And two of them were to the left. One was way to the right. This is Deontay Johnson. Mo, and I spent more time with him than with anybody else after the the game. I did. I I wanted to get his pulse uh, on, on where he is right now. And he's in a place. See, Deontay's a, a little bit of a—he's an interesting case. Okay, <laughs> he's a truth teller. Yes, he and is. And that doesn't—that doesn't always work out for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So when when I'm asking Deontay, you know, what's new, what's different, what's going on, you know, what what felt good out there, all he did was point to Kenny. Now he did that in the positive sense. Wow. But he's saying. This is exactly what we've talked about. This is what the coaches have talked about. He stood in the pocket. He didn't give up on his primary read. Okay. He wasn't just instantly going to check downs. Okay. And there was a perfect example of that on the Deontay pass to the right side. Yeah. Jalen Warren was right there. Yeah. For the easiest check down. Nobody Mm. blames you. Nobody says a thing. If you're Kenny and you dump that ball off to three Oh, but Deontay's pass the sticks. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead and do that. And he did. That was what Deontay was calling him out. And I mean that in the positive sense again, that's what Deontay was calling him out for. He was saying, this. that's the difference. He's in his second year.
1: But, see, that's the thing, too, that we, we spoke about when it came down to Kenny Pickett, too, It's the idea that, look, he has to figure out what his comfortability is in the pocket. This offensive line coming and shaping up together the way it needs to. And, Jess, also, one of those conversations about having Cat uh, Manada as the offensive coordinator – Matt Canada, okay, because I think the game that he called was solid enough in the sense that, look, man, uh, I see why Mr. Rooney and Coach Tomlin said there's no need to change right now because it blends into the fact that Kenny has to grow up. Kenny has to stay in the same type of offense, and maybe Matt Canada is also in the, in the same boat with him that he need to figure out what Kenny Pickett can and cannot do and to give him only one year behind, you know what I'm saying, the play calling sheet may have been a little bit of a disadvantage.
0: Yeah, I mean that's again. You can say stuff, yeah, you know, that's just all the right things and whatever. But for what it's worth, I talked with George Pickens right after that, and again, this was more of a casual conversation. The way me and you talk, it wasn't some formal thing. And 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 George said a lot of the same stuff. Wow. He, he talked about primary targets. He talked about you know committing to the initial play. You know, don't just scramble and look for checkdowns. Don't just scramble and look for checkdowns. And, and that's that's a lot of what we saw from that offense on that drive.
1: It, it, it was, man. But the fact that he was in control of the offense, the fact that they went to the run game, and truthfully it wasn't probably as productive as we wanted it to be, especially with Najee in. Um, and that's no knock on him. Again, I always tell you guys, be slow to go on Najee because Najee is a war of attrition type of running back, right? Right. Everybody mm-hmm. know more times than not if he's lined up in eye formation or, you know, single back behind the quarterback, he's going to get the ball more times than not. So you kind of bite on those types of things. And the criticism of the way he runs and how people will, uh, you know, try to compare him to Jalen is always going to be a conversation. Najee, I thought, um, I mean, with Kenny commanding the offense the way he did in that first drive, DK, that mm-hmm. was the growth that we wanted. We I think we got a real fair amount. Of of uh, uh preview to what this offense can do, uh, I think we got a real fair amount of guys getting some solid work. I saw offensive linemen finishing, and DK not even in the run game. I saw guys putting guys on the ground in the passing game. DK, that's when you know you're winning is when the passing protection is physical. Also,
0: yeah, I'm seeing some of the obligatory disclaimers. It was a preseason game. I don't-
1: yeah, I know. We know
0: that. Okay. Thanks for your service, <laughs> as the cool kids say. But it's what we have. Okay. It we is. have the football that we have in front of us. We have what's was been, uh, what been done in Latrobe. We now have one preseason game. All through the time in La Trobe, who was the one putting up all the precautions and saying, nah, I got to tell you, this and that, football insurance. Nah, yeah. nah. Okay. Now they went into a stadium and they performed, and they performed well. That's all it is. Nobody's predicting glory off of it. At least they shouldn't be, you know? No,
1: but but you also have to celebrate this team doing what this team needed to do in these situations. There was decay, and this game doesn't count, right, as far oh. as wins and losses. But we did play real football. The guys really did give their all on those drives. Like, and now this is the thing saying, oh, well, this isn't a real football game. That's also backhanded because had they lost this game, had Matt Canada looked bad, had Kenny Pickett thrown three or four End interceptions. of
0: the world.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> like, let's be real about this. Those guys are trying to get to your quarterback. Those guys were adamantly trying to stop the run. Those guys were also trying to win the game the same way Baker Mayfield was intentional in everything that he did. Don't backhand this, y'all. Like, yeah, it was see, good, and it's okay to see, say that
0: this too because what ends up happening mitch goes one for four okay mitch wasn't going to be out there any longer than kenny was right right keep both your quarterbacks going okay mitch throws an interception out of those four passes i thought cody white had a chance at that ball because it hit his hands hands okay and that's hands plural okay um it wasn't the most perfect pass but it hit his receiver's hands deep downfield along the right sideline yeah thing goes up in the air The thing gets picked Mm -hmm. okay now you're gonna take that and say mason's better than mitch and mason and and mason because he connected on the one pass that made everybody cheer whatever mason had a lot of problems in that game you know it not everything has to be a soap opera mitch versus mason or whatever it's just this was all that mattered was the first team offense okay let's be clear on that for for this one get to me anyway
1: I'll say this, too, as it comes down to uh, Mitch and Mason's uh, play in the game. Different lines, different pressure, uh, but I thought just both of them holistically, D.K., I thought they held it together as you needed veteran quarterbacks to do. Those same plays that it looked like uh, Mason Rudolph wanted to hit, specifically that one down the sideline to Calvin Austin, he went to that earlier in the game. Ended up getting the penalty, and he went back to that play again, D.K., and, and yeah. so, to me, that says growth. That shows. That also says to me, those guys have a have have a report with Matt Canada to figure out what they're going to do and how good they are. It's so many different other storylines, and I kind of want to open up the hey Moan segment too, DK. As soon as we get ready, shout out to Boston Walker, DK. But let's talk about this left tackle situation.
0: Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that too. We're, we're gonna do that in the hey Moan segment.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm All here right. for
0: it uh let, let's do that let's let's save that one for the for the only segment that matters
1: and that's hey mom that's gonna be good too mm-hmm.
0: at dk pittsburgh sports we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams now that connection's stronger than ever introducing our all new state-of-the-art app find expert inside reporting and original podcasts check live box scores track the latest stats Chatted up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place the new app from DK Pittsburgh sports coverage that connects like that dramatic inflection at the end there coverage <laughs> that connects it's like those uh, those verizon ads
1: hey, yeah no <laughs> doubt speaking of that man you want to go ahead and get the three what is it three um oh yeah three, yeah, yeah. Uh, we three can... um Chefs, I'm pretty sure I'm they're, uh, mistaken.
0: yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah. at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for you to consume during Steelers' preseason football. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. If you're one of the people that took my suggestion to load up on Get-Go for that game. Uh, give us a shout here. would love to hear about it. Oh, no uh, we're going to get started here with with Tony Rodriguez, who says, Hey, Moan. I hope Mason gets a fair shake. He's not Ben, but he's a decent NFL quarterback,
1: right? And you know what Mason's biggest issue is? Mason never ever actually got the chance to start. Mason never got the vote of confidence behind Ben because Ben was always the franchise guy. Contract ends up being up, and now Mason's in the role of a backup quarterback. You're right. He, I, I hope he gets a fair shake this second time around. And truthfully, y'all, Pittsburgh may have one of the best situations. We said this last week, DK, one mm-hmm. of the best situations as it stands with backup quarterbacks in this league. Heck, even look at the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. I trust Mason Rudolph and Mr. Busy way more than I do than uh, Zach Wilson.
0: Yeah, there's there's depth here for sure. I mean, obviously any any team would take a quarterback room with a, superstar qb1 and not worry about the rest and call that depth <laughs> yeah but we've also seen what it looks like here whenever the depth does get exposed here uh, john knox is in as a new member we welcome him if you want to yeah. join you can do that at dkps.net slash join <laughs> excuse me david says hey mo a defensive box and line looking very deep thoughts on the other groups as a whole let's see the offensive line and what that means the pieces that we had as compared to how we can finally utilize them let's stick with the 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 d line here because that's not a group that we've spent a lot of time it's focusing not. on and there was no cam there was no
1: larry and they showed they did show, DK. I was very excited to see the young rookie, DK, Keanu Ben, get some play. Isaiah Loudermilk was in there a whole lot. The Marvin Lee all kept showing up, and it was a he few did. times – he Ooh. did. did he? But we knew this about him, though, right, DK? It's a matter of opportunities for guys like him in milk and just watching those dudes get busy. And it was kind of cool to see what it can actually turn into. Uh, I was excited for Amon Watts was in on the show a little bit, DK. There mm-hmm. was more depth there. There was a good rotation of those guys up front. And it's going to be necessary. How it shakes out. I'll say this. I don't I know Keanu Ben has some 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 un, un- unsettling stuff about him in camp with the way he's kind of played and looked, looked like a rookie and whatnot, DK. I'll say this coming out of that game, I was more impressed. He was the moving part on that uh fourth and goal when, when Tampa didn't get it too. He stuffed the pocket more often than not up the middle. And I was impressed by that.
0: He was, by the way, when we went to meet with Mike Tomlin after the game in Tampa. He was one of a a small group of players that Tomlin singled out for praise. Uh, He mentioned mentioned, uh, Keanu Benton. He mentioned Nick Herbig. When I see a lot of Nick Herbig's getting listed on this stream as well here. Uh, Stella Fierce comes in with a, a $7.30 contribution. Oh, I
1: get it. You 70-
0: got- oh, remember that time I didn't get that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely, DK. Shout out to Stella Fierce, man.
0: Stella says, Hey, Moan, are preseason games hard to evaluate? Teams use players of varying abilities. Minka was in on the last play. You know, <laughs> I, I, I like this question a lot because I wonder. If in your room, Amon, when you guys went back to evaluate your preseason performances, were you just locked in on yourselves? Were you just like looking at, okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, we we are. It's it's a man-on-man type of situation. You do only watch yourself and your group. You know, it's a group of five for us on the offensive line. And then you look at and evaluate the second group as a whole, then the third group as a whole. But individually, you do watch yourself. One thing I would tell you guys, like even this game wasn't overly complex. What coaches do in these situations, they simplify it so that guys can really amplify their talents, meaning run right, run left, throw the deep ball, throw the comeback, hit a quick screen out. Those are the things you want to do to get the ball in guys' hand and let them make play. So, yes, the evaluation is very crucial, and you can see a lot in those moments just simply because all I'm asking you to do is what you do, basic and simple. Block your man, get the ball, run the ball. That's all you ever want to see somebody do. Or make tackles. Or like Keanu Benton, what are you going to do in fourth and goal? Can you actually be a guy that plugs the middle of the offense so they don't get it? Those are the types of things you're looking at. So it matters a lot.
0: There lots of questions about memberships and how that works. Um, I guess we have a lot of new people. We do. Because do it is that time of year. Uh, who are who are popping in? I am seeing a lot of people at the uncle's table, and if you don't know what that means, they'll explain it to you. In the they'll comments. explain it. To you, yeah. <laughs> Somebody, please enlighten them. <laughs> but here's how. To, here's how to do this. You go to dkps.net/join, and meaning put that in your URL field. That's it. Don't look around for poking for a button or anything like that. Here, uh, we have. I'm looking here.
1: We should be what, up there it? now.
0: We're getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, hey, Moen, what stood out to you with with broderick jones's play good and bad ah here we go somebody finally feeds the bear
1: here we go right here man um i think i'd be remiss if i didn't say this though uh dan moore is solid his body looks different too his movement looks different too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh his intent I feel like, again, sometimes coaches will like that fire into you through ways that you really don't even understand. His was actually put on public display with the drafting of Broderick Jones, who comes out of college as a college first-round left tackle. I thought Dan Moore was solid. And what I saw from Broderick Jones, I don't know what game two is going to look like for him in comparison to Dan Moore, but Dan Moore is just starting left tackle as it stands. Now, to Broderick Jones, my evaluation of him was this. He's young. We knew that, though. I think he may have just turned 21, maybe not even that long ago. He is a young guy. He moves like a rookie also. But in all of that, I see good movement. I see a guy that's strong as heck. I see the body that you spoke of, DK. His feet are good. He has the ability to get in bad spots and also clean himself up. That sack that he gave up was on him. You got to continue moving. I don't know if he expected the running back the chip right there, but that sack was on him and he landed on the ball. Finished plays, those are the things that have to happen. He's going to learn fast. There is a certain level of play that Coach Tomlin and the offense expect out of their offensive linemen, and that's something that he can't learn in game. He's got to develop that stuff in practice. Hands were good. He just moved like a rookie, meaning his sets against Miles Garrett, that may be a different conversation. I don't yeah, know if yeah. he's willing to jump out there, DK, and be the day one starter. There, there's a bit of a mixed bag there for Broderick,
0: no doubt. It is the, what I liked, though. What I liked this had nothing to do with him was that they let him play. Yeah, they this, did. None of this, per, none of this pretending that he's the starter like they did with Kendrick Green a few years ago. Second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter didn't matter. He was out there, and all. Mike Tomlin had to say about Broderick Jones afterward uh, to us was that he said he, he, with O-line play, he's never going to give a snap judgment <laughs> yeah unless it's penalties, when, in which case it's clear as day what went wrong. yeah But when it comes to, to, to that, all he said was he is, I, I, I have to look at the film and everything. He said, but I'll tell you this. He said, I liked his demeanor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that. and that means this. He may have been wrong. He may have looked like a fish out of water on some plays, but he went hard. That's all you're looking for is just that spark just from where I come from and watching how we're trying to splice these two and figure out who's going to be the starter and everything that goes at left tackle DK. Mm -hmm. He's just got a little bit of headway to make up. And I feel, I felt confident in what Dan Moore was able to do with that position though, DK, which is still good for the Steelers. That's a very good thing. And a good
0: thing for Dan Moore. Evan Harvey just became a member. Thanks to you, Evan. Sergio Perez uh, asks me if I've seen an improvement in the routes and offensive designs from Canada and Latrobe, or do you still see simplistic routes and plays? No, there's, there's definitely a difference. And and, and look, they're not going to be able to hide that. No, meaning uh, to any extraordinary level before the 49ers game, they're just not, right. you do have to practice these things and you do have to practice them in Latrobe in full view of, you know, 10,000 people or whatever it is on a given day. So they're showing it and Mm -hmm. they showed it on the first drive. I mean, look at what we saw over the middle to Pat Friermuth, across the middle and on the move, threading the needle to George Pickens for the big touchdown. We can all talk about that move he made at the end, (laughs) okay, which was pretty nice. But at the same time, it's the, the play design was something that we had not seen for George last year Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a lot of that so I I don't think Sergio that it requires my opinion you're watching that
1: yeah you see that and George has also said too look I can do more than just go routes give me something across the middle and he got that opportunity too but I want to go back to what you just said too we saw Kenny Pickett thread a ball Threw two defenders and set up George Pickens for a touchdown essentially. George did what he did with the safety and shook him, broke him down and everything. But to see Kenny just dart that ball up the middle, see, DK. That's it. I wouldn't I wouldn't use thread because thread is can you, you can wobble one in, hand into an area? He yeah. fired it. He darted that ball to him and gave that him an opportunity. Strength. Yes, it was. Okay. We spoke about that time and time again, man it almost yeah, looked like he like Matt Canadam just said all right go do your thing we held you back a little bit last year go play ball and that was good to see that
0: we have to we have to mention at least one of these we have all kinds of Nick herbig comments here there aren't really any questions here but Nick herbig is just showing up repeatedly here he yeah. is your guy yeah. tm okay. Yeah. Moan has been all over Nick Herbig from the day he was drafted. Why is that, Moan, and why do you look so right right now?
1: Number 51 in your pamphlet, okay? Real good, all right? I watched him, and I saw the things that that I said he needed to do. I saw that in actual stadium tape, DK. He was able to lean into the rush. He was able to move his hips around and go inside of tackles and get to the quarterback. Did he log two sacks, DK, in this game? 1.5 is the one and a half sacks. I'm okay with that. DK still goes into it, man. I, uh, again, he has to have a motor the same way that TJ and Alex do. He has to be able to have more than one move. And he showed that this past weekend, we said this TJ runs hot. Alex does too. If there is no drop off from TJ and Alex and Nick comes in with a rush skill in year one, This has got to be one of the best rooms for outside rushers. He was aware of where the ball was as he went for the sack and tried to strip the ball. We saw that. We saw him push guys around at his size also. And we saw him not have a have a never die attitude. I'm a Nick Herbic fan, although they kept calling him Nick. uh, What were they calling him? Nick don't, Herbie. We don't
0: hear the. We don't hear the. It, it,
1: they messed up his name. Herbert oh, is what they were calling
0: him. Nick Herbert. Oh, too bad. Considering was, they had two of those guys
1: on the same team, <laughs> and they ain't even represent really DK. But uh, and I also saw this too. The, the the question um in the in the chat DK of what I thought about the middle and outside linebackers. Nick Herbig. I told you how I felt about him. He's the one that 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 shine the most. I will say this, Quan Alexander up the middle. Problem. He moves. I don't know what his issues were, and I think they were health. But I think you saw a guy, DK, that said, "I'm ready now."
0: I I, I spoke with him for about thirty seconds after the game. Yeah, this is the, this is the this is the entire conversation. Actually, it's just, it was a lot less than thirty seconds. Yeah, I said, I said, I said, where does that come from? And I didn't even say what. Like there was he no knew- elaboration to the question. He goes it's instilled in me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. like, he's got the Christian Bale Batman voice going on top of everything else. I'm like, man, when's the last time there was an inside
1: linebacker with attitude? It was Vinny. If, if I'm not mistaken, the first third down that, uh, Tampa had, he was like a missile up the middle. Oh, yeah. Sticking the oh, running back. You that remember poor, that? He, oh yeah. That poor dude. He, he, he ended up <laughs>
0: flat on his back. Yeah. and He came, by the way, Quan on that play, because he, t- he talked about this afterward as well. He came late. He did. And he just – that was his thing was I'm, I'm going to survey the scene. I'm going to come in. And then, you know, that thing where they duck around, mm-hmm. make your life miserable. <laughs> <laughs> they, they duck around somebody and shoot straight ahead.
1: Oh, Mark uh, Robinson, the same thing. We saw flashes out of him. If oh, you were to Mark ask Robinson, me – Is that what you're talking about, across yeah. the field? Yeah.
0: All I-, I said when Mark Robinson made that play, Moan, was – how do you not have a football player like this on the football field? Yeah. Yeah. What how has the sport changed that much, you know?
1: It, it again, they were flat line. I'm with Jeremiah Jeremiah on the screen right there, DK. It was he was saying playing Smash Mouth Steelers football? Right here. Mm-hmm. It it was. We we got I watched that tape, and I said this: as Jeremiah has it up he says, "Back to heart, no Smash Mouth, Pittsburgh, still a football gentleman!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! You looked at that tape, and we had somebody ask us last week, "Why don't the Steelers do joint practices?" On that tape, this DK, is
0: why. Do you want Mark Robinson and Quan Alexander tackling Najee
1: Harris? If you hadn't paid attention, go back and look at the tape. Pittsburgh was definitely the more physical team. And if yeah. you're doing joint practices, that's what you're going to get. Because T, he feeds that gunpowder at DK, right? I saw mm-hmm. linebackers flat back a running back. I mean, a running back to the quarterback. We saw those things happening, DK. All the things that you spoke about and saw in training camp, we saw them in the game. That's why we don't do joint practices. Good, good stuff. I have a question I'm
0: going to hijack from you. I okay. don't usually do this. Our friend Ryan Lytle says, uh, he says, hey, Moan, what did you think about the blocking on McFarland's outside weak side run going untouched? Please let me have this.
1: Go ahead, man. Take your time a, with I have it. A, I, have a, I
0: have a story. Go ahead. For it, okay. For anybody who doesn't know what Ryan's asking about, Anthony McFarland, of course, had the 14-yard touchdown. He went mm-hmm. around right in. Just turned it on, Moan, by the he way. Did. Just turned it on. No BS, no side-to-side. Old school Maryland, boom, just turned mm-hmm. it on. All right. But how does that side get edged? Okay, I'm sorry, how does that how does that edge get sealed? Yeah. Okay. And what you had over there upon much closer review, first off, was Darnell Washington was lined up as the right side tight end. Big man. Yep. He he sends his guy backward and to the left, which is exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Zach Gentry, who would come across in motion, is over there. He pushes his guy backward. Two tight ends, two blocking tight ends yep. on the same side. But somebody else had a big tackle over there, Moan. And I couldn't tell who the right tackle was because I didn't recognize the, you know, I, I, it's obviously not true. So who's the right tackle over there? And I'm looking at it, and the replay just doesn't show it, and I didn't catch it live. So I'm looking again. Oh. It was Gunnar Olszewski <laughs> with the big block. Little man, big God. block. He knocks him backwards. So I, I go in the locker room, and I tell Gunnar this story about how I thought he was the right tackle. Yeah, and, and he gives me one of these like little bit of a like, <laughs> a little bit of a wink or whatever but then he points over to McFarland who was sitting yeah. across from him in the room He points over he, as if to say he didn't say a word actually he just pointed over to him he said that's the guy who got the touchdown go talk to him.
1: Yeah it was... okay.
0: And I, I really 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 appreciated all components of that including Gunner's humility but the fact that this co- remember Kenny gave gunner yeah. that praise hmm Okay. The coaching staff, imagine the trust that they have
1: in eighty nine to put him in that situation. Yeah, DK. Uh it was fascinating to see. I see the praise coming in for G O mm-hmm. as they're calling him now. Gunner O. He's, He's a
0: football sh- player.
1: He showed up in a lot of different ways, though, too, DK. Uh, he was apparent in the offense. They moved him around. They shifted him. They did all sorts of things when it came down to his involvement. Again, figuring out what this wide receiver room is going to be is going to be fascinating at the end when cuts are are kind of handed out uh, because a lot of guys make plays. We've gone this far, DK. We're 30 in right now. And you know what? You know what? We hadn't even mentioned Calvin Austin. No,
0: we haven't. And, and I, I am seeing, you know, a couple of remarks here. Like Luke comes in and says, you know, did Calvin Austin show enough to save himself from being cut? Nobody suggested he was in danger of being cut. I mean, no, I, no one would think that, okay? No. All I pointed out in a recent show, and it really seemed to tick some people off, was that he dropped a couple of balls. You know why I said that? Why? Because he dropped a couple <laughs> of balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh... It wasn't to suggest he was in dire straits or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, yeah, well, this is the thing, Hanover Fist. He goes, hey, Mon CA3, Calvin Austin III has a lot of problems running through the grabbies. Well, that's one of those things you got to learn and develop to get separation at the line of scrimmage. But this is also what he did to Hanover. He also drew a PI, DPI, put the ball at the spot of the foul. You know what happens the next time a guy like that who's a speed demon off the line of scrimmage? They realize they can't touch them. They're hands off. And what happened on that play, DK, when they were hands off and he can use his speed?
0: 69. Nice. Touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, I, I also don't want to give Calvin Austin any more credit on that play than I would, uh, to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, Mason's made that pass a zillion times. Mm -hmm. That was his bread and butter at Oklahoma state with James Washington running under it. Uh, he still got it. That play and the fact that he threw it a little bit to the inside of the field and allowed CA three to do this on, to, to cut in to get it. Also, you know who else had had a, a, a good contribution on that play? Roderick Jones. Yeah, sealed his left sealed his left side. Bought bought Mason the time that he needed.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember, you you
0: need time on those yeah, plays you do. on those it, deep it
1: developing plays. It, um, doesn't come out of nowhere. No, at all, DK. Um, Something also, by the way, shout out to Kevin Fitzgerald, member for two months on here, man. Shout out to you guys that's joined the day too and the contributions. DK, we can't say thank you enough. Can we not, man?
0: No, we can't use enough reference to 69 jokes either, so. <laughs> DK with the 69.
1: So everybody getting the kick out of this Monday and y'all acting like it though.
0: Everybody just does that with now. You just hear the number and everybody just goes, nice. I don't think half of anybody <laughs> even knows what what it is that it means here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Darren
1: Darren Watts says, Hey Moan, who disappointed? Who might have missed their opportunity here? Who kind of missed their opportunity, man? Um, DK is it's really I think Isaiah Loudermilk letting, you know, Keanu Benton and DeMarvin Leal kind of play a little bit. Also look around and say, I don't know, you know, how it's going to look for Nate. I think Kendrick Green's going to be a topic of the conversation. It was unique. Also seeing, uh, it was also unique seeing what's his name on the right side, man, Kevin Dotson. Uh, That was new for me. Also that that group right there, Kendrick Green, uh, the snap fumble.
0: Green had some rotten snaps. Yeah, and I don't mean the the, he had the literal snap also, but. He just—he's just so lost at that position. I, I can't is. believe they still have him there. I just—you
1: got to give the opportunity, DK. Uh, you have to, man. Uh, I, I honestly expect to see a little bit more of Hakeem Butler, if I'm not mistaken. He was in a good bit, made a catch or two, if I can remember correctly. DK. Yeah, I um, thought
0: I thought Cody White had a lousy game. I'm yeah. going to say that flat out. Cody okay. White, not just on the interception, but he also had another one that was off his hands and. Uh, he just didn't look like he was anybody's depth piece. Let's put it that way. He, yeah, I, he, I think, he, I think he lost his chance at a spot on the fifty-three, presuming uh, that he'd have had one. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Johnson asks, hey, Amon, how does a guy like Gunner earn back the trust from the team and fans? I still haven't forgiven the muff punt <laughs> that was the New England game, of course, from last year. Yeah. Uh, I would separate that, Tyler. Team and fans are two different things when it yeah. comes to this sort of thing.
1: They they are, and I will tell you this too, man. They um, love, it. they and love, it. and that's what I was gonna say. DK Co- Coach T has his moments, and uh, Danny Smith does too, to where they know what you're made of, you know. And I think that's where Gannon in right now when it comes down to his play. They understand. Look, you you didn't do what you were supposed to do and in- last year. So the opportunity would present itself even more moving forward. Again, your feelings on him versus the team, they sometimes believe the talent will sometimes overshadow those bad plays. And everybody's do a bad play. Everybody's do a sack, right, DK? A false mm-hmm. start, a DPI here or there. Those are the things that are a natural part of the game. A muffed punt. You got to understand, it's new. But what you say this year is, bro, go out. Redo those things. There wasn't much opportunity given this weekend because uh, Jordan Bird, I feel like, filled most of those. And this is what will also happen. A guy like him being in a position to really get some tape. And if he just so happens to, you know, explode, that could be valuable for the Steelers or the Steelers just giving him an opportunity to display his talents.
0: Good technical one here for you, Moan. Brad Salisbury wants to know, how did Broderick's mechanics and his technique look to you?
1: The athlete is there. Can't mistake the athlete. The arms sounds like you're
0: dodging it, though.
1: I'm not, but I'm gonna get there. It's not where you want it to be right now, Brad. And I say that in the sense it looked like he has to get comfortable and understand what blocking in the NFL is. Like I said on that sack of his, whether that the running back was supposed was supposed to chip or not, he stopped. Okay, the mechanics of that play is to continue blocking. It's never over until it's over. His hands, a little bit of lean at times, I feel like should be cleaned up going into this next game, into the second preseason game. His hands may get a little wide. He can lean a little bit more in his stance. Uh, If you're leaning, you're beat. But he's so freaking athletic, he recovered a few times in those situations. The running game, though, good inside blocks good going to the right. And since he was on the left side, his, um, his front side runs to the left. You can tell he's hesitant and not wanting to get beat a time or two. So these are also rep type of situations, getting comfortable with the game. A lot of guys are scared to mess up as young guys, because you feel like, man, it's doom and gloom every time because coaches are harder on rookies and they should be. Um, It's just got to get a little bit more full. He's too good good of an athlete, Roderick Jones, to be thinking about what he should be doing.
0: Crystal's one of a couple of viewers who asks about Chooks. She wants to know, Moan, if you're concerned uh, with him considering a rookie had his way with him, Uh, Mm -hmm. according to her. uh, Kendrick Green's poor play sticks out like a sore thumb. Should he be on the hot seat too? Let's talk about Chooks here. Uh, He's not the only one to mention
1: him. Chooks, you just don't know. (laughs) He And this is the thing. This is Chooks, okay? Chooks is one of those guys that's always just going to get the job done. He has the ability and the footwork, DK, to get pushed back and have some pressure on him, but you won't get the sack on the quarterback. And it always looks nasty, Kirsten. It always looks like, gosh, keep the pocket clean type of situations. But I will say this also. It's always easy to point out that bad thing, but on that Kenny Pickett touchdown, you see Chooks get pushed back. Push back against the defensive end and pancake them on because that same he play. Can
0: because, because he can. This is what you were just saying with Broderick Jones. The guys who the guys who know they have the athletic ability to overcome stuff. It was a lot like. Boy, am I not comparing an offensive lineman to, to prime primetime Dion Sanders? <laughs> but Deion could get away with murder. He could get away with all kinds of mistakes in the secondary because he could. He had just this outrageous mm-hmm. out of this world athleticism and he could compensate for it and i think you see a lot of that with Chukes. you see because yeah, you he do. knows for a big man that he he's unbelievably athletic and that he can just in any given moment do what you just described
1: that's what i'm saying and like there's a few guys in the league li- in the league dk and and i'll say this too man uh when it when it comes down to guys like andrew whitworth okay that just don't look at their film You can't do what they do because that's just how they are. He just exists. (laughs) I'd never tell somebody, DK, go look at Trent Williams. Look at it. Uh -uh. it Just to be in all of it. But the stuff that he does and get away with, not everybody can do those things. And that's chooks where when you're just uber athletic, you know what I'm saying? You do certain things, DK, like get pushed back because I know, oh, oh, I feel pressure. Well, let me stop right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's choking. There's certain guys in the league that do those types of things.
0: Chandler Chase wants to know how serious Larry Ogunjobi's injury is. Uh, I, my understanding uh, from when I was in Tampa was that all of these various issues, uh, whether it was Larry O, whether it's Joey Porter Jr., are considered to be minor. Now, Larry O was walking around in a boot, yesterday in latrobe and that all automatically freaks people out because in the real world when you're walking around with a boot you're going to be in it for months yeah. uh in the football world it's precautionary right bone it is
1: very precautionary it may be tweaked a little bit but that's probably a week out my question to you guys when you have these types of injuries do you want them now in preseason and and camp practices and or do you want them <laughs> game one i mm-hmm. want them game one dk
0: Trevor Hamilton says, is Keanu Benton the real deal? I am not equipped to answer this. Embarrassingly, I just did not. I had certain things I was going to watch live, and the defensive line was not one of them. So I was impressed by the fact that the coach was impressed.
1: He was DK. DK. Uh, above the board. Like I said, he made it probably hard for some coaches with guys like Isaiah Loudermilk, okay? He made it hard for other dudes in front. Fajoko, I think, will be fine when it comes down to what you're asking of him. Montrevious Adams' situation, DK. Like, when you have a young guy that played the way Keanu Ben did, you can steal reps. You know what I'm saying? If he shows mm-hmm. this two weeks in a row, as far as the preseason goes, not get not 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 you know be one of those guys like, oh hey, I'm I've made it. Then yes, I don't want to say he's a real deal, but this is why I saw out of Keanu Ben, I saw a guy that still somewhat played high, but he's such a big body dude. DK, he was able to push the center guard triangle back, get his hands up, get close to the quarterback numerous times i saw him push the middle so much that he was able to divert the pathway of the running backs i saw him stuff the tampa bay bucks mind you with their second and third team in right on fourth and one it still don't matter dk you ask that man to go do a job against some of his peers and he did it whether how he looked in practice I'll take that. Some guys need to be under the lights, DK, to show how they really can perform, and if you're asking me if I was going to give a letter grade on a guy who's a rookie in his first year, me personally, I'd give him a B+. I gotta tell you, the biggest impression that Benton's made on me
0: so far was this goes back to reporting day at La Trobe, yeah. and he was trying to he was one of the rookies that was trying to bring in some massage chair or something like that or whatever. <laughs> he was trying to get him through this one side door and as he approached, it was the first time that I'd seen him like with no no pads, no uniform, yeah. or anything on. He didn't look like anybody's idea of a nose tackle. Oh, no. uh, and you see that in his motions. You see that in the way that I think this is what you were describing. He wasn't just just overpowering people. He was going around them.
1: Yes, he was. And
0: and he was doing it like a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I think this is this is a little bit of a different here. Sean, Sean Monroe points out here, as Benton grows into his pro body, he's going to be an issue. Yeah, I, I don't know how much more you want him to grow, though. That's the <laughs> question here, because if he's already overpowering people and beating him on, what's to fix?
1: His mentals, DK, okay. how he plays the game, how strategic he is, the same way that we're seeing that leap with DeMarvin Leal as Jim brings it up, too. Jim he, goes, hey, Moan, I thought the Marvin Leal looked really impressive. I did, too. That is an angry young man. Do you hear me? The mm-hmm. way he played was very angry, and you need dudes like him. And Keanu paired together in those moments because then it becomes a pride thing. Oh, we're going to let the rope slip because Cam and TJ and Larry O aren't in? No, it's a pride mm-hmm. thing at that point.
0: Oh, they definitely didn't do that here. We're going to take a couple more today. I had a good one here from Rodney Hill. Here it is. Says, hey, Moan, I love the speed of this team at the positions that have been lacking in speed for some time. If Anthony McFarland continues to excel, is there any chance that he takes over RB2 duties?
1: I love this DK because you know why hmm. everybody loved Jalen just a, a couple months ago. You know what I'm saying? Like Jalen had a broke off a nice 10 yarder <laughs> up the middle.
0: And by the way, I don't know, you tell me. I. My initial inclination when I saw Jalen's run was, oh, that must have been some great blocking. But then when I saw it again, I I don't know. Yeah. He
1: made that happen. He made it happen. (laughs) He made that happen. But Rodney, just to get to your point, taking over RB2 duties, it's a matter of how does he block in the backfield, which he does well. And also, can he consistently do these things? The fact that you have a, 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 a thunder and lightning running back combo. With Najee being the churner, the rock pounder type of guy, to where you can put in Jalen Warren, and then you can also put in Anthony McFarland. I mean, any OC will absolutely drool over having those types of dudes in the backfield. And this is the thing: you can use each one of them and save their bodies. And I'm hoping that they understand: look, the less wear and tear I got on me, and the best uh and the best thing we can do is push each other. Goodness, I don't know if he's gonna take over RB2. But DK, it wouldn't shock me if we left those games and both of them had eight carries apiece with Najee getting the line share.
0: Ron Slay, who just won't leave you alone when you're doing nah. your show, <laughs> says, Ramon, do us a favor and go into a rage? For nah. us followers and listeners, before you... the show ends, please, if my brother did this to me,
1: what's crazy is my brother and my brother-in-law both are in here okay just just (laughs) mocking it up dk all they want to do is disturb me while i'm working and what's fascinating ron is on his own radio show right now and my brother-in-law josh is working at his law firm right now too like don't you're not
0: bothering either of them yeah
1: i I can't wait to hit the group chat and talk trash to them dk (laughs) Mark Cunningham
0: notes that Allen Robinson had a great block on that Warren run. He really did. Yes, he did. Uh, Alan Robinson uh, showing himself to be a team player there was the only wide receiver, I believe, who was not targeted on that drive. One of the things Kenny pointed out that he was proud of on that drive was that he was able to spread it around uh, as, as much as he could uh, yeah. on, on, on knowing that they were only going to get one drive. Our last question of the day comes from That's Bayad, who says, Hey, Moan, if one. a play – if a play was going to be used, how does it go about being put in? How many times does it get practiced? I think I know what he's asking here. Is, is a play that's just drawn up, yeah. what is the process from getting it on a piece of paper or whatever it is onto a field on Sunday?
1: Great uh, question. That type of stuff happens in camp, happens in OTAs to where you have more time to kind of experiment with stuff, too. You have more time to see how it's going to look and break down in camp. And then you may uh, practice it, especially if you have something teed up like a specialty play um, during that week that you're going to use it not every single play in the playbook is absolutely used what happens is you work through these things you set up certain schemes and schematics uh as far as the operation of the offense and this is what also has to happen to your point your base offense has to be good to do those types of things that's just like having run rpos if Najee's running well i can hand the ball i mean uh kenny picking hand the ball all day long right? But what happens is if they're biting real hard on you running the ball really well with Najee, that's one of those things where Kenny can pull it and run. Like That's how it has to work with those trick plays. If you're a team that runs the ball really well, flea flickers also work good because why? We're averaging five yards a pop. Defense has to bite on it. So guess what we're going to do right now? Fake the run and go deep. There's a lot of stuff that kind of goes into it. It really is a process, but it has to be backed up by your base offense.
0: A very, very encouraging beginning, and that's all it was, it was. for the base offense. My, one of my favorite things from that night in Tampa was hearing everybody, including Kenny himself, saying, hey, I mean, we were out there for one drive. You know, we, 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 we did what we wanted to do on that drive. We checked. Oh, my God, they all use the term check boxes. We boxes.' We checked boxes. We checked boxes. Well, you know what? They did check the boxes. And consider what this show would have been like on this Monday, as Moan said earlier, yeah. if they hadn't checked those boxes.
1: And and that's all we're saying. Don't minimize the dub. Heck, DK, I feel bad because what I say, the final score is going to be 18-13. I saw the score and I was like, oh, look at this. So I, I was excited, DK, to see them run up the points with the, with the twos and the threes also and cap off that first drive with a tutty gosh lee my phone was going crazy in those moments good good stuff
0: all right guys well we will do it again uh tomorrow i'll be out in Trobe covering the practice and i'll make it back in time for the show no no laws being broken or anything like that (laughs) we'll take care of business then so tomorrow everybody
1: tomorrow good people we got football We, we Mondays, Mondays. <laughs> like, did you see how sloppy that was just now? That transition I, I, the operation <laughs> is good, you know. What? But this is solid from Randy, though. DK, what, what's that? Ramon Fossil show equals family. Thank you to all <laughs> Ghost keeping the flames high. You you know what, Randy? You I right, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> you I. Right. Lots of good stuff. Lots it of good stuff, is, man. And like, we beat the clock today, too.
0: Uh, we have some disputes about that. Uh, we got a couple of people who have faulty phones. <laughs> who said that it was a 401, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to do better.
1: Nobody beats the house DK
0: tomorrow. Oh, this is true. We can say whatever we want. It's our show. We can just say, no, it was three fifty nine actually that we got in.
1: They already got the over under tomorrow at four Oh five from your favorite barber DK. We sh-
0: we should do a side by side like on a Friday show and a Monday show. Cause our yeah. Monday
1: shows are like, <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are. But you know what? <clears throat> Football is back, man. We got real intangible. That stuff. That was as one as of the best. Like that's,
0: that's the best. It was one of the things I was thinking, I was sitting at the airport in Tampa, getting get right to, for the flight home. And I'm going, we have so much we can talk about now. We do. You know, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and, and it's, on top of that, it's fun. It's exciting. That stuff, like the Anthony McFarland run yeah. and uh, the different guys that you're 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 talking about being in on the blocks and the things that they told me after the game, those aren't things that you get in
1: a losing environment. No. Again, some teams really do have to rebuild. You know, yeah. Pittsburgh had a fluid working reset, DK, or, mm-hmm. or whatever one of those R words you want to use. It wasn't a rebuild. Like, you feel good about it. Do they have to grow up? 100%. And yes, this is bonus material right here, DK. But it doesn't feel like a rebuild. It really feels like a reshaping of this team, man. I'm, I'm happy to see it.
0: Nah, this is good stuff. Luke says, take care, everyone. Hope you all have a great day. Same right back man. to you, Luke, and same to everybody. And we will, we will hook up again tomorrow. Don't forget that if you want to become a member, it's really easy. Just put a URL in your thing here. It says DKPS.net slash join. Bye, everybody. See you good people. That's it. end broadcast. <laughs>